listening to the Brandon Podcast with Brandon Jones. You can find out more about me at Brandon Jones Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Or follow the band at BrandonJonesBand.com on Facebook and Instagram. What's Brandon anyway? Ladies and gentlemen, now the host of your show, Brandon Jones. dogs what it is yo sorry it's been a few weeks here or whatever but the thing about it is guy gets busy dude like it's a real thing and uh and that's what i've been up to man i've just been busy dude i I don't even know if i look at my calendar book it's like i haven't been busy doing shows i've been busy doing i don't even know what i've been doing you know, and I'm and I'm trying to like actually think the with the last episode that I and this is a trip, dude. This is a real trip because the last episode that I put out on the Brandon podcast, dude. I I don't real like, you know, one of them, not deja vu, but kind of a little bit of a deja, not deja vu. Um, deja vu is when you're like, well, I've been here before, moments, but like a. A moment where, like, you talk about something and, uh, you know, you, 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 you have a deep thought about something. Remember, so I had a deep thought about something. And, and, and really, it was about having, like, what, what it's like being blind and being non-judgmental. That's what it was. And then, dude, like, we watched a movie or we did something and and we ran into this situation where what they were talking about and what the situation was was that and it was like everybody was so emotional and distraught and i'm having one of the moments where i'm like bish i just talked about nobody listened to this like i just talked about this and anyway it doesn't matter but um thing about it is um, I don't know what I've been busy doing. What the hell's been going on? So my parents moved um into their new place, and that's a disaster. Man, I wish I could throw um I'm just not the kind of person that usually complains uh about things. You know what I mean? Like I always feel like <clears throat> you know how people complain about customer service, but I'm always like, yeah let's let's back the bus up here you know like let's let's just not complain about customer service because there's always two sides of the coin you don't know what's going on in that person's life kind of like when i talked about people in in traffic why don't you let that car in what is that car doing to you you know what i mean like let the car in dude and so that's it's kind of my thought usually about complaining about businesses, but there also comes a time when things get so bad that you're like, you know what? No, this is horrible. You know, like it gets kind of bad, and it's all it it's at that point, almost at that point with my folks and uh, and their new place. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say where they're at and what's going on but what my folks did was they and i can't remember if i told you anybody who listens to podcasts who listen to me on the radio or whatever but they like sold their house they lived up off a of raider hill road and uh they had a big house like 3500 square foot they sold their place and moved into a more manageable modular home um in kind of a neighborhood where, where they're gonna kind of take care of like the shoveling they don't got grass to mow they don't gotta worry about nothing 
my parents are kind of working. They're pretty much they're retired. My dad's retired. My mom's 80, 90% retired. She kind of works part-time um, driving uh, like a bus, you know. So, I mean, that's just kind of where they're at. And they're like, hey, it's not a big deal. Like We're just going to take it easy. So, the thing about it is they were promised a lot of things. And they were kind of sold stuff by, a, by like a salesperson, right? And so far everything's gone to hell in a handbasket. You know what I mean? Like nothing's really worked. Some of it's their fault. Some of it isn't. And I think it all could be solved by a little communication. It's not a big deal. But at the same token, at what point in the situation does it get so bad that you just say, I'm out. I don't want this. And that's where like when you move into a new home or a modular trailer house, it doesn't matter what, no, you know, a lot of people don't know the rules on this stuff. Um, I sure as hell don't, uh, obviously my parents don't. Right. And so when you're moving into the stuff, you don't know. And you're like, at what point are you like, I'm getting screwed up in this mother, you know, get me out of here. Or I'm going to go like, I want to talk to an attorney, like who's taking advantage of who. And this is one thing that I will share. And, And I don't know what it is with this. This shouldn't be normal if it is. My parents got cable installed. This this was the one that like the might have been the straw that broke my camel's back. Okay, they're having issues, having issues all the time. Guy comes over uh, to put the cable into the house, installs it. Does, mind you, it's my parents, it's my mom, um, and and they're they're doing their thing. Gets the cable, internet installed. Dude leaves. My mom that can't figure out why stuff don't work. It's the same stuff, the exact same remotes. It's the same cable boxes, everything they had in their old house. Literally, my parents moved it. But this guy had to come and connect it from, you know, the the, the box out uh, on the curb or outside the house and, and connect it to inside the house. Like, you had to make that connection. You know, it's a brand new, brand new modular situation, trailer house, whatever, Right. So he's got to make that connection for him. Um, and so I'm uh, as I'm saying this, I just it makes me matter. Um, anyway, and so so she calls me and says, "Man, I can't get this stuff to work. It's literally the same crap from her house on the same TVs." Um, and she's like, "I can't get this stuff to work. Nothing's working like it did in her old house. I don't know what's going on." Um, so I come over, and first of all, it was like it was. A, for a couple of the TVs, it was just a couple of remote things that she didn't know. And I didn't know either. I had to just kind of figure it out. And so uh, I figured that out. But then I start looking. Here's where here I tell you all that so you kind of understand. Here's where I start getting pissed. And I'm sorry for my language. Um, This cable dude person, could have been a girl, don't know, Um, literally goes, oh, no, I have to. I have to go out. This is him talking. Oh, no. I, and I can only imagine he talked like that. Oh, no. I have to go out and hook up the cable from outside your house. And my mom's like, yeah, it's brand new. They, like, you know, just put it here. <sighs> I guess I have to get under your house. Yeah, it's a it's a trailer. Uh, okay. And I don't know how the guys sound, you know. Maybe you sound like an idiot. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't, frick, I don't know. 
but I'm just irritated by this guy because this is literally all he did. He took a coaxial cable, went to the box outside the house, beside the house, wherever they wired that stuff in at, ran it underneath, and he talked my mom into. My mom said, I'd like for this all to be in the utility room towards the front of the trailer. The guy says, ah, it doesn't really, it can't work that way. We can't, we can't really get it up there, ma'am. We can't really do that. That is, it doesn't work that way, ma'am. We can't really do that. Talks her out of it. Ends up installing this big ass, janky, huge cable box and modem and bullshit on my parents' dresser in the bedroom in the back of the trailer. Why? Because it was the closest to the cable box by where he could run it to. It was a straight shot. He didn't have to walk farther underneath the trailer. That lazy mother, you know? And this is all he did. Took a coaxial cable, hooked it. Literally, I could have done this. Anybody could have done this. A five-year-old could have done this. Hooked a coax cable to the box. We did this when we used to jack free cable when we were young and when we were broke in our trailers growing up and hooks it up into the box, runs it under the trailer, drills a hole in the floor of my parents' brand new trailer, a hole, runs the coaxial cable up, doesn't leave a lot of slack, just enough, hooks it to the mother freaking cable box that it needs to go to and says, there you go. Have a great day, ma'am. Hope you're happy with your service. If you have any questions, please call this number. I'll see you guys. Thank you very much. Shuts the door. Leaves. My mom has nothing but questions. I come over and I help her out, right? Because I don't work for this place. And I'm like, what the hell? And so I grab the box because I'm like, first of all, all the all the cords, everything is just, they're twisted. Nothing looks professionally done. They're sitting on top of, of her dresser. It looks like shit. I'm like, what is the deal with this? And I grab the cable and I literally can hear it slapping against the underneath of her trailer. I can hear it go. You know, my mom says to me about a week ago, when I'm walking in my, in the, in the house, when from the bedroom into the bathroom, which is above where this cable coaxial cable is ran i can hear this ticking underneath is that that cable yeah mom it sure is i'm like what the frick then the other thing i realized is that when he drilled that hole that is probably about a one inch in diameter hole um he didn't do anything he didn't didn't caulk it he no it's just a freaking hole dude it's just a hole with a coax sticking through it you mean to tell me that there's no way in hell that you couldn't have put some sort of box there, some sort of, you know, joint, anything you couldn't have caulked it you know, in a brand new house that my parents paid whatever hundred thousand dollars are for. And you just drill a big ass hole in the floor of it and run a coax cable through Jesus. I was like, mommy, you need to call these people. Then she calls the people check this out she calls the people trying to complain because the stuff ain't working the internet the internet's working fine but like the cable service is just horrible it's not allowing her to get through the channels it keeps like refreshing calls them this lady's putting her on hold and obviously the lady's working from home she can hear the baby crying in the background 
Ladies on hold. Oh, let me hold on just a second. Um, I'm getting, uh, I'll get to you in just a second. Hold on. Let me put you on hold. I, I'm going to, I'm going to get somebody else on the line who I think can help me. Puts my mom on hold. Gets back on the phone. Baby's not crying no more. Okay. Talks to my mom, talks to my mom, working on stuff, asking her questions, do this, do that, to do this on your remote. Okay. You know, problem solving stuff like they do. And all of a sudden baby starts crying. She's working with my mom. Hmm. She goes, you know what? Let me call, let me call this department. I think they might be able to help us with this situation. And then puts my mom on hold again, baby crying in the background. And then gets back on the phone with my mom again after a few minutes and baby not crying no more. My mom's like, okay, you're helping your baby. That's okay. Like I'm okay with that. Just say it. You know, my mom's a grandma. She don't care. Go help your baby. Bring your baby on the phone, you know, but in all reality, no, because you're at work. You know what I mean? Or don't, don't answer the phone. You know, like if you got a baby crying, just don't answer the phone. You're not at work today and that's okay. Um, and then I think my mom said that happened three or four times. And then she just hung up on my mom. And you know, my mom's like, you know how hard it is to finally get to an operator in a situation like that? Thanks for calling. If you're calling to pay your bill, press one. If you're calling because you want to talk to someone about your internet service, press two. If you're calling because you have questions about your cable service, you know what I'm saying? Like she had to do that crap to get to this person and that's what she had to deal with. I'm like, ditch the dirt. You know? Oh, it was frost. I'm so irritated with people taking advantage of old people, man. And I'm like, my mom is, my mom's still with that place. Why? My mom is LDS and she's only with this place because they happen to have the LDS channel. That's it. It's the only reason horrid customer service and horrid, uh, install. So my, obviously my parents move has been horrible. Sorry. I went on that rant. Didn't mean to do that, but I didn't mean I did, but yeah, thing, you know, it's just been busy. We went and got our Christmas tree as a family. That was fun. That was a blast. Uh, in our Christmas tradition, and this is really where I was headed with this whole entire situation. Uh, when I started this podcast is our Christmas pr- tradition is we always wake up in the morning. It's been thrown for a loop, dude. We used to wake up, we'd go to Campbell street cafe head up in the hills and spend a majority of the morning um, just kind of hiking around, spending the day. If it's cold, we're driving around. We're, we let the dogs out. You know, we take them with us, and we 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 hike up looking for a Christmas tree, even though it really honestly would only take us about two minutes to find a tree. Like, we know exactly where we're going for the tree, but we spend hours just up in the hills spending time with each other taking pictures you know hiking around just having fun you know what i mean spending the day together actually just killing time till we're hungry enough to go over to the sugar shack and that's really what it's about the whole day yes we get a christmas tree yes we ate at campbell street which we like but really we just want to go to the sugar shack you know so we kill enough time for noonish one ish or whatever and then we go over to the Sugar Shack and eat lunch. Well, I say all that, and for those of you that know it, but the Sugar Shack burnt down. Um, as I'm recording this, 
a little over a week ago. And that sucks. That is a, a difficult situation to deal with. It's uh, it's not a good deal. I don't know if they're going to rebuild. I don't know anything. And you know what I don't know is a lot of history about the Sugar Shack. I don't know when it was originally built. I don't know any of the facts. But one thing I do know is that when I go to the Sugar Shack, I always order the Bubba Burger. I like it. And to be honest with you, I just kind of like everything that's on the Bubba Burger. Um, when I eat other places... I order similar burgers. Um, I don't know. I like the Bubba Burger. Uh, it's got the barbecue sauce on it. To be honest, other places, I don't order barbecue sauce on it. But I allow it, and I like it at the Sugar Shack. I allow it to be a thing at the Sugar Shack. Um, I don't like messy, messy burgers. And that barbecue sauce makes it super messy. But I like it at the Sugar Shack. There's something about it for me there that makes it different. So... um. I allow that to be a thing for me. Um, anyway, so <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I know Bubba. That's what I'm trying to say. Bubba, that is obviously the Bubba Burger. And uh, I think I'm going to have him in here. Man, I just got done chatting with him. Um, I'd have him in the next few days uh, to chat about it. And uh, we'll we'll make it happen. And... Uh, uh, be able to to kind of iron out the details on the sugar shack's history how long they owned it him and his wife are just absolute black hills royalty they are just uh a gem I, I mean spending time with them and hanging out with them is is some of the f- best times i've ever had in my life um so so getting to know those guys is is, is absolutely a blessing. But uh, so talking with Bubba is going to be something that's probably going to be happening next on the Brandon podcast and learning out the history on the Sugar Shack. And maybe he's got some information on whether or not they will maybe be rebuilding. And which I did see a news article that I know the new owners plan on rebuilding or they want to. But I mean, it was like, it's so fresh. You know what I mean? Like, man, when you, it's like, when your house just burns down and the next day they're like, we're going to rebuild. Well, you don't know. You know what I mean? Like insurance has got a process. Everything's got, yeah, you know, you got to wait till things happen and then might rebuild also might just move. I don't know. You know, somebody else can rebuild here. So who knows what they're going to do with the sugar shack and, and what's going to happen. But, uh, we can find out some of those details, hopefully from Bubba coming up next. So that'll be kind of cool. I'm excited about that. Otherwise, if, if somebody's listening to this and you know a lot about how uh, uh, the laws of moving into modular homes or trailer houses in the in the in the South Dakotas works or in the world, um, uh, hit me up, man, uh, on on my socials or whatever. Or if you know my know me personally, hit me up, man, because uh, I tell you what, I'm about fed up with what's going on with my parents, and uh, and it's about to go down, like. And it's just irritating. I, and I think it's, I think it's, I know customer service to me is like something I don't complain about, but I also feel like in my life, I've, I've had nothing but customer service jobs in one way, shape or form. And I also feel like it's the easiest damn thing to do is be a good customer servant, you know? And for some, they just, they over promise and under deliver and why is why is that you know just don't say it then 
If you know you're not going to be able to do it, don't freaking say you're going to do it then. Don't overpromise. Don't lie. You know, don't tell somebody you're going to you, you do, do certain things when you know you can't do it. You don't freaking do it then. Don't lie about it. Don't hope you can. Don't wish you can. Or be honest about it. Say, look, I'm going to do my best. I can't promise you that X is going to happen. But I'll work towards that, and I will try to make that happen for you. I can't promise that's going to happen, though. Uh, so I don't want you to be upset if it doesn't. Those are completely uh, okay things to say. Or let's write it down then. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's write that down. I'm not going to promise you that, but but if you're so set on that, let's write this down that I, I will try, but it's not gonna prom- I'm not going to promise you that. There, it's okay. I'm okay with that. But I also want you to try. You know, like, you know, it's so people are just so okay with being lazy, man. People are just okay with just lying, turning around and being like, no, I'm never going to do that. It's so weird. This world these days. And, and I don't mean it like that. Like, I don't want to get into like politics or weird stuff. I just mean it like, isn't people are just okay with like, "Ah, I'm I'm lying. I ain't going to do that. But anyways, I also would like to take this time to to invite you to listen to the plethora of podcasts that home slice has but kevin phillips has a podcast and it is called 40 years of stories and songs again it is available anywhere podcasts are sold um his latest podcast and i believe he does it just about weekly um uh is you know 12 days of xmas so he's talking about christmas he just released it back on december 15th and uh it's pretty hilarious stuff and uh before that you know talking about uh christmas greatest christmas ever funniest dude ever stand-up comic great singer awesome family i went to high school with his daughters they were gorgeous and i mean that like inside and out they were beautiful people his wife his family is awesome i love them to death so check them out it's kevin phillips 40 years of stories and songs check out his podcast as well of as well of wow as well as many of our other podcasts here at home slice and uh other than that uh stay tuned i'm gonna have bubba from the sugar shack on here next uh when that episode comes out i definitely will let you know stay tuned to the socials love you the brandom podcast hey thanks for listening to the brandom podcast you can always subscribe follow and please leave some comments also share it on social media tag me in the post brandon jones radio on facebook and instagram you got something you just gotta share with me hit me up on my email brandon at catradio.com. that's b-r-a-n-d-o-n at k-a-t radio.com and as always we're looking for sponsors love you the brandon podcast is hosted by brandon jones produced by mark houston engineered by chris jaquist audio and video mastered by russ haddon if you like what you heard please rate it five stars and leave a comment 